This podcast is for general information only. It is not intended as a substitute for general health care services. If you have medical conditions, you need to see your doctor. Use of this information is at the user's own risk. Welcome to FitRx with Dr. Greg Dennis. Join me as we challenge the standard sick model of healthcare. This is your source for everything health, wellness, prevention, fitness, biohacking, and more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of FitRx. I'm your host, Dr. Greg Dennis. I think you're really going to like this episode today. A little bit different as we, uh, a lot of times, as you know, we talk about nutrition, we talk about uh, longevity, um, we talk about weight loss, and uh, we talk about fitness, we talk about all those things, which are great. But today we're going to talk about intimacy with your loved one. So what good is all that stuff if you can't enjoy intimacy? And so my guest today is Susan Bratton, known as intimacy expert to millions. Um, I won't go through her bio, although it is long and uh, uh, I really think you're going to enjoy her and I will let her say a little bit more about what she does. So uh, Miss Susan, welcome to the show. Hey, Dr. Greg, I'm so happy to be here. And it's interesting because I'm here to talk about intimacy, but um, I was a beast in the gym today. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, maybe, maybe we can talk about that a little bit. So, And um, I think that the reason I'm having the best sex of my life at 60 years old and look at my muscles is um, because I have that foundation of gut health, nutrition, mm. uh, exercise, and I do a lot of anti-aging and longevity type of things. I'm really into senolytics right now, which is a whole new burgeoning area of anti-aging and longevity. I attribute a lot of that, the sexual biohacking and the just overall health to what fuels my libido. And I know you wanted to talk about libido, desire, and arousal. And I know you wanted to talk about sexual biohacking, which I love. A lot of people... And you're a hormone doctor, you, you know, you do PRP and hormones sure. and, you know, you do the O shot and the P shot. And a lot of people think, oh, my libido is tanked, especially when they hit middle age, my libido is tanked. I need hormones. And for most women, they think, they think about hormones as estrogen. So the ones that are even willing to get estrogen who aren't, who haven't been scared off by the flawed studies of 20 years ago, longer mm. now. They think estrogen is going to fix their libido and it's not, it's going to be a testosterone. If mm -hmm. you can prescribe that for them, that's going to help a lot, but estrogen is only going to, you know, fix the thinning walls of their vagina and mm -hmm. make their skin supple and their brain work and their heart health. Good. You know, it's, yeah. it's not yeah. really going to get them turned on. So that's why I do love to talk about the difference between libido desire and arousal because they're very different things. They're three, they're the three locking circles of the Venn diagram with your hot sex right in the middle. <laughs> well, very good. Well, let's, uh, let's get into that. Uh, I will hopefully listeners already know by now, but because of the subject, if you're driving in the car and you have young kids, it's normally not the case with my podcast, but um, might not be appropriate um, for them. So you may want to uh, listen to this a little bit later. By the way, you look fantastic for 60. Uh, I never would have guessed you being 60. So uh, you're, you're, you. you're doing something right. So you can I'm doing maybe... like a 1 million things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you can share a few of those with us here, here in a little bit. But um, sure. so before we get into a lot of those things you mentioned, tell our listeners 
how in the world you got into this field as, you know, being kind of uh, an intimacy expert, because, you know, most people don't graduate high school and, you know, uh, say, I'm, I'm going to be an intimacy expert when I grow up. So uh, <laughs> how did how did you get into this? Yeah, well, it's interesting because I, I'm the CEO of two companies and I'm also the face of my brands. Um, so I'm intimacy, Susan Bratton, intimacy expert to millions. You've got to hold your hands up. Hallelujah, you know. So I'm the front facing person because when you're talking about sex, you're talking about something that most people feel a lot of shame around. They feel shame around their body. They feel shame around their desire. They feel shame around their, how they show up in the bedroom. They feel a lot of lack. It's, there's a lot of negative issues around sexuality. They feel afraid to get pregnant, afraid, you know, afraid to get STI. I mean, there's just like so much fear that's instilled. We have a abstinence rather than sexual education in our country, you know, approach. And so it affects us in so many ways, this whole intimacy thing. And I am not a therapist. I am the CEO of two companies, one of which is a publishing company, and we publish passionate lovemaking techniques. I like to say I teach people how to transform having sex into making love, because nobody teaches us how to be a good lover. We don't learn it in school. And we not only don't our parents teach us, we wouldn't want them to. <laughs> so, you know, this is not what you want to talk to your parents about when you're a kid. And then I also, and I've been doing that for 15 years. And a, and a few years ago, I also launched a libido supplement company. So I know we're going to talk about libido supplementation and aphrodisiacs. And is it bull or does it work? And if it does, what does work? So I'll, I'll tell you more about that at the end of the program. But I got into the whole thing with my husband 15 years ago, because 11 years, I've been married 30 years now, I've been with my husband 30 years this year, just we just crested our 30th year of meeting and um, a, a little over a decade into our relationship, we had our little girl and we were very busy and we had a career and I just did not want sex with him anymore. I wanted sex. I just didn't want sex with my husband. And the reason was that you get that seven year itch, that four year itch, the new relationship energy wanes, but also I don't know if you've heard about this, Dr. Greg, have you he heard the term, the orgasm gap? No. Dr. Lori Mintz, who is, I believe, a, a, a clinical psychologist or, or therapist of some kind, she did a TED talk called The Orgasm Gap about how easy it is for our male-bodied partners to achieve climax during intercourse and how difficult it is for female-bodied partners to do so. And she calls that delta between how easy it is for him and how hard it is for her, the gap. And what I like to do is explain to people that Intercourse is a learned skill. Having orgasms from intercourse is a learned skill. Not very few people do it automatically. Very few women do it automatically, but you can learn how to do it. So, in, but what happened was I didn't know this 10 years into my marriage and I'd never had an orgasm from intercourse. And I thought it was me. My husband thought it was me. And I frankly just didn't want to have intercourse anymore. It was just not getting me where I needed to go. It was frustrating for me. I it wasn't as pleasurable for me as it was for him. He couldn't understand why I didn't want to have sex because it was so great for him. So we ended up going to therapy and counseling, but we also took some sexuality workshops. And when we did that, we learned how to have sex. And we thought, oh my God, it is not hard. What we need to do is start a business. We fell in love together again. And it was like oh, being even better than the first time we fell in love. We started our company, Personal Life Media, to bring essentially what we'd learned in workshops online so that anyone anywhere in the world could learn these techniques. 
heart-connected, conscious lovemaking techniques, not the stuff you see on pornography, which is very much just there for the titillation of men, but instead something that was very passionate and sensual and connected and pleasurable and orgasmic. And there you go. 15 years later, here we are bigger and better than ever and uh, really have touched the lives of millions of people. It all came from, you know, they my one of my favorite sayings is your greatest wound becomes your greatest gift. It is so true. I mean, I'm a long haul COVID, you know, I'm, I'm regaining my energy and my strength and I'm doing it by exercising. I finally gotten over the chronic fatigue enough to start getting on my feet again and working on my balance and doing all this. And I was saying to you just before we started that I was a beast in the gym today yeah. at 60 years old, because that is what is going to make me better. So my gift from long haul COVID is that I'm going to sail into my sixties being stronger than I was in my fifties or my, my forties, I'm going to be like, I'm 30 again. So that greatest wound becoming your greatest gift for me, it was almost losing my marriage and realizing that it wasn't, you know, they always say it's sex or it's money, right? When you get divorced, unless you're married, unless you're married, someone has some problems or whatever. It's, it's usually either the sex or the money. And for us, it was the sex because we have jobs. (laughs) So that's how I ended up being an intimacy expert. I'm not a therapist. What I actually do is I teach people how to make love and I do it through online programs and books. I've written over 35 books and programs. I'm a publisher of passionate lovemaking techniques. So I have carved out this unique little niche. And what's interesting is I started out with the techniques and then I realized, oh, without the communication skills, the techniques are useless. So I've built a bunch of communication skills to make it really easy for people who are shy to ask for what they want in the bedroom. And then I realized, oh, by the time you hit middle age, your genitals are atrophying, whether you're male or female bodied, your genitals are atrophying, just like the rest. If you're wrinkling, so are your genitals. And basically you're losing blood flow. You're, you, you're losing vitality. So how do you get that back? And that's what got me into the libido, the supplements, the sexual biohacking. And those I feel are the three legs of the stool for, for people who want to have ageless sexuality, because you can have great sex till the day you die. If you have good skills, good communication and healthy genital systems. Interesting. Well, let's get into that. Um, and, and that fits in really well with what we do here at my clinic at, at Vibrant yeah. Life. Uh, you, you know, we strive to, you know, give people healthy genitals, you know, whether that's through hormone uh, supplementation, yeah. you know, you yeah. mentioned that the O shot, P shot, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and of course, there's a lot of overlap and just your lifestyle and, and exercise and, and, you know, what you're eating and all that stuff. So we work on all that, but but not necessarily the, the communication piece and the, the, you know, the, the intimacy piece, that's just not, not our thing. Um, So anxious to, to kind of learn some tips maybe from you. So um, to start that you kind of, you know, have some little bullet points here I want to get through, but one of them is, and and you mentioned it a little bit, but uh, it says libido, desire, and arousal are totally different. How to feel all three. So yeah, Again, you, you, you mentioned it briefly, but how do we combine all of those? Yeah. So you're really working on the, the libido piece in your office. You're working on the physical, the body mm-hmm. you're working on. And, and the one thing that I would do in this, you know, when we talk about biohacking, we talk about a stack. 
a stack of things that you that you layer that are synergistic and give you the effects that you want. I've had six O shots. They're fantastic. Um, I've also had Femi waves. I use a V fit. My husband has gains waves mm -hmm. and P shots. Um, he does not do testosterone replacement therapy. His testosterone is still good. I have done bioidentical hormone replacement, both estrogen and progesterone, as well as testosterone um, for many, many years now. And I really swear by them. Um, but there's one piece that's at the bottom of the stack. That's the foundation that I discovered in all my research that goes often unnoticed. And that's nitric oxide production. Now we know about nitric oxide production for men because they get prescribed PDE5 inhibitors, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, Sildenafil, the generic name. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I can get guys off of or down to mini doses or micro doses of PDE5 inhibitors by re-engaging re and supporting their nitric oxide production systems. When you're young, arginine, the amino acid arginine is a very good supplement for supporting your nitric oxide production. Nitric oxide means blood flow. And when you begin to lose blood flow, when your nitric oxide declines, and it declines just like your hormones, by the time you're 50, you have half what you had in your 20s. So it's paralleling the curve of losing your your sex hormones, but doctors aren't checking that for women at all. So women are going very undiagnosed with lack of erectile function. We have the same amount of erectile tissue within our vulvas as our male body partners do in their penis. We have innies, they have outies, but we have this pound for pound, inch for inch, the same amount. And no one's thinking about our erectile function. And we need that because if you think about erectile function, if you think about a flaccid vulva or a flaccid penis, it's small. So it has a small surface area. When it's engorged, too messed or erect, it's full of blood. And that blood creates more surface area, which sends more pleasure signals to the brain. So what, what happens with people as we age is our nitric oxide declines. We can't get the blood into the tissue. Women especially lose lubrication because we need blood flow because the, you know, but not everyone knows Dr. Greg, that the vagina doesn't, it's not a gland. It's not self-wetting. It's actually our blood plasma that's recruited into the pelvic bowl and the, the, the plasma seeps through the vaginal mucosa and wets the mucosa to give us the lubrication we need for sex on arousal. So we need the blood flow and the, and the, and the plasma for arousal. And so a lot of women think it's their hormones when in fact, all it is is a loss of nitric oxide. The thing is, as you, as you, by the time you hit 40, citrulline is a better pathway for producing more nitric oxide for the older body. And so uh, my second company is called the 20, like the 80, 20, the 20% of things that get the results the 20, I make a product called Flow, which is a citrulline-based product made from organic watermelon and organic spinach. So many of the supplements that are on the market are made from in vats from Chinese pesticide-laden corn syrup. So I wanted an organic product. And so the very first thing on the bottom of that stack, when you are aging and you want to keep your blood flow and your, your orgasmic 
intensity. You know, a lot of women go in and they get a no shot because they don't, they have, they're struggling to achieve orgasm. Men, they go in and get a gains wave and a P shot because they're struggling to ejaculate. They're having delayed ejaculation and loss of sensation. That's what happens when you age because you can't feel anything because you don't have any blood flow. So blood flow is key for libido. It's ground zero. And the nicest thing is it's the cheapest thing you could possibly do. And it works like a champ. And it helps your brain and your heart and all your parts, which is nice. So that's libido. That's the body. Then you have arousal. And that's what I was really talking about when I was talking about getting blood flow in. That's the part, the start of it. But then you move into the difference between the masculine and feminine, where you are as a masculine testosterone dominant, and you get a flood of testosterone every morning when you wake up. Hopefully, if you're healthy, you're waking up with a morning erection and you're horny and you're horny every day. Man, you're horny all the time. If you're healthy, you should be horny. Horny and healthy are two sides of the same coin. If you're not healthy, you're not horny. If you're not horny, you're not healthy. (laughs) So men have a competitive advantage in that they're kind of ready to go because we're men are biologically wired to be available when women cycle through estrus. So they're ready every day, which is why men also are often driven to masturbate every day because they, they are biologically wired to keep their sperm fresh and topped off because their job is to make the baby. So the problem is that if you're married to a female body partner, she is on a 28 day cycle. And she's got a five day, let's call it a five day horny window around estrus, but, and generally that's around moon cycle, but it's, it's five days after to nine days after moon cycle. She's not horny every day. So he's ready to go. He's already turned on. He wants to have sex and he's way ahead of her. So what I tell guys is if you want to have good sex your whole life, remember that she's not ready to go like you are. She's slow. And he has the benefit of hemodynamics. His blood flows into his straight shot penile chambers way faster than it does into the internal mechanisms of the three erectile tissue systems of the female vulva. (laughs) It's like, it's like a whole little twisted thing in there that all the blood has to get to. So does arousal is that stair stepping of desire where turn on becomes hotter and hotter and hotter. That's the love making during the day, the sexy texting, the catcher and kisser, the, you know, the whisper in her ear, the stroke, her hair, and what she is doing back to him, you know, um, the sexy talk and the telling him she loves him and he's sexy to her. And, and then it's in the bedroom. It's the, the kissing, the holding, the stroking, the foreplay before penetration. And then it's the slow lovemaking and the connection of the heart and all of that part of lovemaking too. So for each of us, we need to go through those series of gates, if you will, to be turned on. And that's sometimes guys are like, well, that's so much work. And I say, well, it, it's kind of fun if you would have a better attitude <laughs> and don't be so dang cranky because you know? right, right. <laughs> men get mad when they don't have sex and they get mm-hmm. cranky and they feel like victims and they get angry instead of converting that into how can I romance my woman? How can I have fun with her? How can I create adventure and excitement for her? And how can I have that for myself in the doing so for her? The giving of the gift is the gift you give yourself so often, right? So that's arousal. 
And then desire is interesting. Desire is that kind of mental thing. How do I feel about myself and how do I feel about you? Many women, most women have body issues because of estrogen. It's a very judgy hormone. It's there to protect us and keep us safe. So it's always looking for the worst possible issues. And it's, it's seeing the faults and the flaws to keep us safe. Where testosterone has rose-colored goggles, it doesn't see the imperfections at the level that estrogen does. So women are naturally harder on themselves than their male-bodied partners. And if their bodies don't look good and they don't look as good as the things they see in advertising, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we, we have a hard time forgiving our humanity <laughs> as women. So we need a lot of encouragement and appreciation to help overcome that monkey mind of estrogen that's always thinking about a million things and has a struggle to settle into our bodies. And then we also have to feel good about you, our lover. Are you taking care of us, keeping us safe, meeting our relationship values, providing the levels of arousal that we need? There's a lot that goes into it. And yet, even as I say all of those things, Dr. Greg, what I'm talking about is stuff that's fulfilling for everyone and beautiful and good and a great part of our relationship with each other. So it doesn't have to feel like work. And the more you understand that it's processes that are natural and there's nothing wrong with us, uh, the more that it becomes just a joy to make love together. So question, you know, I, I hear a lot from patients in our clinic with what we do that, that they're having the best sex of their lives in retirement um, or or when the kids are gone. And that's great. You know, especially their, their hormones are optimized and and all that. And, and so they're doing a lot of what you suggested, you know, they're, they're non-sexual touch, you know, touching the hair, they're together, they're, you know, they're, they're doing all this stuff, but give us some tips on the middle age, which is probably most of my listeners when I say middle 30, 30, 40s, 50s. Okay. And so their typical day uh, is they're, you know, getting the kids to school in the morning, they're rushing off to work, they have a hard day at work, they come home, you know, rushing the kids to soccer practice or, you know, whatever, you know, the wife is trying to get dinner on the table. And, you know, they're going to pick up the kids and get back and trying to get things cleaned up and, you know, get the kids to bed. And now it's nine 30, 10 o'clock. Nobody's interested in sex because I mean, it's, it's been a long, hard day. And so what's some practical advice for that kind of what I would call normal couple to be able to have that intimacy and, and arousal and, and, you know, everything you talked about, but in a, in a busy everyday life. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. I think about middle age as being 50, 60, 70. I think about old age as being 80, 90, and 100. Fair enough. <laughs> so I like to reframe that whole, that whole line of thought because um, I certainly am just beginning to feel middle age at 60. What you need is to keep the new relationship energy going in your sex life. And I often, I, I reframe everything, I think, because I also reframe what your sex life is. I think a sex life is not just intercourse. Though intercourse is my favorite part of sex, And when I hear other young sexperts downplaying intercourse and saying, hey, it's not all about intercourse. It's you you have to find the clitoris and you have to, you know, you have to focus on other things. And I think to myself, oh, God, 
You don't even know what you don't know. You try being married to a man for 30 or 40 years. It is all about the intercourse. Come on. And it's all about the intercourse when you learn how to have really good intercourse. The thing is, most people have no idea what they're doing and they've been doing a really bad job of it. So let's take two forks in the road. The first fork in the road is learning how to have really good intercourse. And there's a lot to that. And I can circle back to it. Um, and we may have to do another show. <laughs> but the other piece of it is doing interesting, fun things where it's not just sex means intercourse, because that's too big a thing for women. It's not too big for men. It's very easy for men, but it's a lot for women to be a yes to intercourse. So what you want to do is you want to break that down into smaller bite-sized pieces for her by creating more fun opportunities to do new things in the bedroom that create new relationship energy where you're learning things together and beginning as a beginner and enhancing your skills. And the best place to start is to think about, okay, well, we could, we could do some, instead of having intercourse we're having or sex we're going to have an erotic play date we're going to have we're going to do something fun it could be a sensual massage it could be a genital massage for him a genital massage for her with some warm oil it could be playing around and trying a new se- with a new sex toy like a penis ring with a vibrator on it that's a really fun thing it could be uh role play it could be Um, practicing oral pleasuring techniques or manual pleasuring techniques. It could be having intercourse in a different location of the house or out in the minivan when the kids are asleep. (laughs) I mean, just mixing it up and learning new things and doing new things and getting the focus off of it just being sex, aka intercourse, because the more opportunities you create for having sexual and sensual fun together, the more net intercourse you'll ultimately have together. And then you can practice your intercourse techniques like pompoir pulses and penis pivots. And I mean, there's just so many different things that you can do with intercourse that are a really lot of fun too. It's doing things. um, I'll give you an example. One of the best selling programs that I make, and I'll send that to you. And I'm also gonna send you some bottles of flow for your office. It's called the Steamy Sex Ed Video Collection. And it's eight videos. And I make, I still make DVDs because there's a lot of people in rural parts of our country and internationally that don't, they they can't choke down HD broadband on their set-top boxes. So um, it shows very relatable couples demonstrating over 200 advanced lovemaking techniques. And still to this day, Greg, when I watch it, I'm like, I forgot about that one. And I, I mean, I've practiced them all by this time. There are just so many, it's, it's infinite what you can learn. You can learn orgasm skills. You could learn expanded orgasm stroking techniques. You could learn female ejaculation. You could discover the prostate and do blended prostate penis orgasms for him. I mean, there is just a lot that can be explored in behind closed doors. And anytime you try something new with sex, you got to do it a couple times. The first time you don't even know what you're doing. The second time, all right, you're getting a little better and you had a little fun. The third time you're like, oh, I think I'm getting the hang of this. The fourth time you're like, oh my 
God, that's what people are talking about. I mean, we expect ourselves to be able to hit a home run the first time we try something, you know, and, and yep. that's just not how life works. This is, it's called mastery, sexual mastery, because it takes practice. <laughs> so give us, you said, uh, you, you talked about like 200 different techniques. Yeah. Um, give us one or two, like something practical, you know, people could do tonight, you know, that, you know, cause when I think of techniques, you know, I just think of maybe there's different positions obviously, but, yeah. but give us a one or two little somethings we can, we can take today. One of the funniest ones that I love that I remember discovering and thinking, oh man, I never thought of that. I mean, that's, what's funny when you watch these videos, it's like, how I, I never thought of these things. I be, I have my own whole repertoire, but apparently there's just like a ton of stuff out there. One of the ones that I think is funny because they all have names is called Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and it's where you take one finger, one pointer finger and one thumb and you make a circle like an okay sign. And you wrap that around the base of his penis. And you take the other and same, different other hand, same finger arrangement, you wrap the fingers around his testicles. And then you hold, you hold his penis and his testicles and you lick his penis and then you lick his testicles and then you lick his penis and then you lick his testicles. <laughs> I'd never thought of that. And it pulls them kind of taut and they, it feels really good to a guy. That's just one of 200 techniques. Okay. And, you know, another one would be um, tracing your oily, warm fingers, not just on the clitoral tip, but down the hood and around the sides of the clitoris and into the channels between the inner and outer labia, all the way down to where the labia come together, which is called the fourchette. And then going right back up again. And then going right back down again and playing with depth and pressure and speed and getting her to give you a lot of feedback. And then a couple circles on the clitoral tip and then do it again, going down and up. Uh, manual stimulation is a very, very good learned skill for both uh, male and female bodies. Um, we, I would say the, the normal heterosexual monogamous couple is maybe doing some kissing. I always say it's grab a boob and stick it in. Now, you know why you needed to not have this one on your car radio. <laughs> yeah. I hope we didn't uh, cause just a car wreck just then when you were describing all that of people listening to this on their car, but um, you asked me, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, and, and that all sounds great, but, but let me go back to that question okay. of that stressed out couple that chasing kids around, they're working, yeah. they're, they're tired at night. And so let's just say somebody's listening to this. Okay. And yeah. they had that day that I described and, yeah. and, and say the, the man says, Hey, I, you know, I listened to this and I want to, I want to try this. Well, the, yeah. the wife has been like, well, I've been cooking you dinner and, and doing the dishes and running your kids around. And no, I'm, you know, I'm not in the mood for sex right now. So, right. Cause you so can't offer sex. Right. So how, yeah. how can, how can we, we bridge that? Like, I mean, what are yeah. some things we can do maybe during the day, whether that maybe some playful texts or, I mean, some, some things to maybe get people thinking about it before, rather than just going to bed at 10 o'clock saying, okay, now it's time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. That's why I like to schedule erotic play dates rather than ask for sex. Because when you say, okay, Thursday night, we're going to 
get everybody fed early, get them in their baths, get their homework done, get them into bed. We're going to lock the door <laughs> and I'm going to practice giving you a sensual massage. I'm going to practice giving you a manual penis pleasuring experience. I'm going to give you whatever. So when you, when you think about doing things that are more sensual, we're going to just lie down and I'm going to hold you. I have a technique called the soulmate embrace and you can get it at soulmateembrace.com. It's free. It's a free thing I give away. It's part of my sexual soulmates, the six essentials for connected sex. One of my, one of my most popular books. And the, sen the sensual soulmate is, interestingly enough, something that you think you know and you think you know how to do, but you literally have to get good at this too. And it's essentially where you go lie down in bed together. You can do it on the sofa if you want to, but you go lie down in bed together and he holds her. And by the way, I support gender spectrum expression and the ever-changing opportunity of that. But we are born with a masculine body or a feminine body, a female, an XX or an XY chromosome. We're one or the other. That's just how it works. And so if you are the more masculine and you're XX, that's fine with me. You just do this however you, it works in your relationship dynamic, but somebody's going to be the lead and somebody's going to be the follow. So I'm just going to call it the guy and the girl because that's the large number of listeners to this podcast are going to be in a heterosexual monogamous relationship. So she, she lies down in his arms. She gets her head in the crook of his shoulder, gets comfortable, use pillows to prop. This is, this is a middle-aged tip. <laughs> Have lots of pillows for propping yourself up. <laughs> he holds her and he strokes her hair and he lets her rest and just relax for a minute. And as he holds her, her breathing will calm and she'll go, oh, and usually he'll let go then. But instead, this is the fork in the road I want you to take, which is you're going to pull her just a little closer. You're going to hold her lower back and just pull her a little tighter into you. You can move and wiggle around anytime you need to. This is a relaxing, but firm hold. What's going to happen is that some things are going to come up for her. And she's going to feel some emotion now that she's had a minute to relax and get off the crazy train and lie down with you. And she's going to need to verbalize some emotion. And you just allow her to get that out and to connect with you. And you just listen like you've been taught to do. And you just let her say her things as you stroke her body and stroke her back and stroke her arm and stroke her hair. You want to stroke a woman like a cat from the top down, never against the fur. And then she might cry a little. There might be some tears that come to her eyes. That's actually good because that means she's letting down. The way the body works, when the tears come, the spit runs, the vagina lubricates. They are all kind of attached. And so she's going to start to have a little bit more spit. And she's going to <sighs> relax some more and you're going to pull her tighter again. And you're just going to keep holding her and stroking her. And at some point, you're going to sense that she's now beginning to tune into you. And you're going to kiss her forehead and her cheeks and her eyelids. One guy wrote to me and he said, the eyelid kissing. Oh my God. She literally walks up to me now and closes her eyes and holds her face up. And he, she, he, she wants me to kiss her eyelids. It's the sweetest thing. <laughs> and then there's going to be this moment where you 
you've kissed her cheeks and you've kissed her eyes and, and you're going to kiss her lips. You're just going to kiss her dry lips. You're not going to stick your tongue in. And there's a point at which she's going to start to kiss you back. And then that's when you can kind of release the soulmate embrace and you can begin to stroke her full body and touch her buns and touch her thighs and stroke the top of her chest, maybe touch her belly and awaken her sensual grid, enliven her body, get her in her body. She needs you to get her in her body because she's spun out on estrogen. And you got to get her deeply connected to you in your body. And then you can move on to oral pleasuring or genital manual pleasuring. I always think it's nice. I, I recommend using organic avocado oil or organic sweet almond oil because I don't like coconut oil because it's antibacterial and it can disrupt the vaginal microbiome. But avocado and sweet almond are very nice. Organic refined is the best because avocado can stain your sheets if it's not refined. Warm it up in the sink before you've started holding her and then start giving her a, a body massage, rubber feet, rubber neck, whatever it is, has a hitch in her giddy. And then give her a genital massage because what's nice about natural oils is that if you have some soft, a stack of soft towels laid out, then you can just wipe all of that off and give her some oral pleasuring afterward. And I always say if with lubes, if you wouldn't drink it or make a salad dressing out of it, don't put it on your genitals because the vaginal mucosa is the same mucosal lining as the mouth. And you don't want to get those toxins in your body. So using a good nut oil is a really nice lubricant and then giving her a genital massage is going to bring the blood. You're really focused on getting her vulva engorged. The more you do that, the more it's naturally going to lead to intercourse. And if it doesn't, that's okay. If she falls asleep, that's okay because you've brought the blood in. So the next day when you do it, you're already ahead of the game. She needs that tumescence, that engorgement, that blood flow to get on her arousal ladder. And so you're thinking to yourself, well, how long is all this going to take? Well, surprisingly, it doesn't actually take that long, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour. And then you make love for 15, 20 minutes and it's 11 o'clock and you put your alarm on and you go to bed. So it's, it is possible to make love at night after the kids go to bed. If you've made the commitment together to get those kids tucked in and good night lights out so mom and dad can keep their connection going. And of course, then there become babysitters and sleepovers and all kinds of things when you don't have little kids and you get more and more and more time to do it. It takes commitment. It yep. takes attention. It takes intention. But my God, what is there better in life than the love of your spouse, the love of your family, good health and good intimacy, hmm. great music, great art. I mean, these are the joys of life. Okay. Great advice. So what you're saying is men slow down yeah, and then <laughs> slow down some more Yeah, and then go 10% as fast as that. <laughs> Dr. Um, Greg, that's so funny. That's literally what I say. My number one sex technique for men is slow down. Slow down. Okay. <laughs> it good. was funny. A, a guy wrote to me the other day and he goes, 
hey, I tried that sex technique that you told that you talked about. And oh my God, she had so many great orgasms. And I'm like, all right, well, I got like a thousand of them. Which one? He goes, slow down. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's funny. Um, well, let's talk about sexual biohacking. I love biohacking in general because I'm, I'm always just doing things to improve health. And when I think of biohacking, you know, I think of just things, you know, kind of outside the norm, you know, like I get in my pool in the winter, which is probably not a, maybe a big deal in California, but in Oklahoma, when it's 25 degrees outside, that's a big deal, but that's part of my quote biohacking that I do. Yeah. I take cold showers after my saunas. Perfect. Yeah. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what I do. I get my sauna, I get in the pool. So, so what are some sexual biohacking tips? Yeah. So the first one was using the organic avocado or sweet almond oil. Okay. Don't use those crappy lubes that you get at Walgreens and CVS and Target and Walmart. And you're talking about uh, KY jelly, things like that. Yeah, exactly. KY and all that stuff. The the thing with them is sexual lubricants are a class two FDA mandated product that has to have preservatives in it. And preservatives are yucky and you absorb them into your body and they're toxic. And then you have toxins, which disrupt your hormones. <laughs> it's like, oh, makes, makes sense. Yeah. So that's number one on the stack. Number two is take a blood flow supplement. If you're over 40, of course, okay. I'd love you to take flow, but you can take anything you want. Okay. Uh, I recommend citrulline instead of nitric oxide. I mean, instead of um, arginine for nitric oxide production. Now, now on that, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is, is no, there, uh, do you recommend the same dose of that for men and women, or is there different do. doses? Like I said, pound for pound, inch for inch, we got the same amount of erectile tissue. Um, And I recommend taking them at night before bed because you actually, you, you build your nitric oxide stores in your body in the evening and then take two about 20 minutes before making love. And for a lot of guys, once they top up their nitric oxide systems, they can take a couple of capsules of flow instead of taking a 60 milligram dose of Viagra, which is the typical dose on some guys take a hundred. Um, you can get down to like five, 10 milligrams sublingual crush it, you know, chew it and stick it under your tongue. It absorbs very quickly. It's a little bitter, but it's not bad. And, uh, you take much less, you get very little side effects with a sublingual micro or mini dose of sildenafil or any of the others and take it with your flow. And it'll, it'll give you just as firm an erection. So that's nice. But I wish guys didn't have to take any kind of pharmaceutical to gain an erection at any age. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that comes from is doing your high intensity interval training, doing your cardio, doing your, you know, doing your cardio weight exercises gives you your testosterone and your erections. So it starts biohacking starts with exercise. And so does longevity. I mean, there's, I was just printing out a report because I, I print stuff out and read it still. I like PubMed reports. And there was one on the NIH that was talking about how um, a specific amount of exercise every week, five times a week, doing some kind of interval, you know, you getting your heart rate up five times a week is going to give you as much benefit with autophagy, you know, uh, cellular senescent cell turnover as will intermittent fasting. So if you're doing intermittent fat, like if you, if you wake up in the morning and you don't eat, you work out at 11 and then eat at noon. It's like the, per- it's like the perfect storm for senolytics, which is great, but specifically for sexuality. I mean, it affects your erectile function. It, it affects your orgasmic intensity. 
So I like PRP a lot, both the P shot and the O shot. I've had many O shots and uh, it really took me three O shots to get my genital response back to what it felt like when I was in my thirties. It's not just one O shot sometimes isn't it enough. You know, there's a lot of atrophy from aging. Um, so I love that. I like vacuum erection devices, penis pumps mm. and vulva pumps to bring the blood flow in and expand the blood carrying capacity of the tissue. Mm -hmm. The specific one I, I like is called the Whopper. It's a two cylinder system that helps both increase the atrophy you lose when you shrink lengthwise, as well as girth wise for the penis. And it was funny. I just asked my analytics guy yesterday, how many copies of my ebook called the pump guide, which teaches men how to safely use a vacuum erection device to reverse atrophy and improve sensitive, re-improve sensitivity and gain size, both length and, and girth. And it was something like 32,583 copies have been downloaded. I've helped thousands mm. and thousands and thousands of men understand that using a penis pump or vacuum erection device is a very, very safe and effective modality. It's an FDA class two device as well. People just don't know about it unless you yeah, go to like a urologist or what have you, or someone who's doing uh, P shots and things. People just don't know about it. Yeah. We, yeah, we like sell that. those out of our clinic. Um, okay. And I think that's a very underutilized tool. Uh, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, and yeah. somebody, I don't know who, uh, you know, termed this, but, but, you know, I've heard it called yoga for the penis. Um, oh. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I tell guys, if you'll do it even three times a week or, you know, three or four times a week, as you would yeah. exercise, uh, as yeah. you go to the gym, I mean, and, and you're, you're really, you're just exercising your penis. And so I think that's a very underutilized tool for, for men. So. It's so good. And the problem is that most men, if they've ever tried it, they bought a, a, a novelty item from an a adult cheap, shop, yeah, used it yeah. wrong, yeah. and then gave up. Yeah. And um, I'm very, very specific about the vacuum percentages that I recommend and what cylinders to use and when to pump and how to pump. And, you know, all I have a lot of little things that get you really fast gains and then you can move into maintenance mode. It's so funny. I've got a customer who, uh, one guy who said, um, you know, I'm, I'm in maintenance mode now. So I, I only do it every, every other week or so. I just pump once in a while. And he said, I whiten my teeth at the same time. <laughs> I just thought that was so cute. It's like self-care. Right, I always absolutely. call it self-care down there. Hashtag self-care down there, you know? Right, um, right. So pumps, I think are a really good part of the sexual hacking bio okay. stack. Okay. sexual biohacking stack. Um, I like gains wave and the mm. Phoenix pro, whether you go to a doctor and get the gains wave shock wave treatment mm. your, or the Femi wave, which is for the vulva, mm. whether you get those done for you with a doctor or you buy the Phoenix pro him and her, and you do them at home. It doesn't matter. Some people are DIY. Some people are do it for me. Some people are like, I'm not having anybody. I'm not having a doctor do that. And some people are like, I don't have the time. He's got to do it. You know? So it's, I don't care. So those I think are fantastic. Um, so we've got the flow, we've got the PRP, we've got the pumps, we've got the, the, um, acoustic wave. Um, I think probably, and then bioidentical hormone replacement, mm, yep, give one. testosterone to women, mm -hmm. put it in a shea butter an organic shea butter, compound it, let her put it on her clitoris. It really helps with mm. sensation. That's really nice. Um, 
I'd say those are, those are really my favorites. And then I also like uh, red light therapy for, for your mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use the Capillus um, red light cap every day, like clockwork. When I wake up, I have my coffee and I've got my Capillus hat on. That's a really good thing. I mean, when we think about teeth whitening, hair regrowth, working out, these are sexual biohacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So supplements. <laughs> and that's the so, other piece of the stack. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of those you like? So I've done a ton of research into botanicals. I've tested so many different things. And, you know, indigenous cultures around the world throughout the ages have wanted to feel horny too. This is not new. We want to want sex. And when we feel sexy, we feel alive. Our sexual vitality is our lust for life. Our lust is our lust for life. Our passion is, is our creativity. It's our passion. It's, it's, it's all the same thing, two sides of the same coin. So we have, I mean, there are peptides like PT 141 and, Mm. you know, new, new modern things we can do. And PT 141 is really quite interesting. It's kind of like um, engorgement from the inside out is Mm -hmm. really all it does. It's an engorgement technique tool peptide. So libido botanicals have been used by indigenous cultures throughout the ages. And you'll find libido botanicals in Southeast Asia. You'll find them in India. You'll find them in the Mediterranean. You'll find them all over, depending on what plants grew there. And most of the plants that have an impact on our libido have an impact on blood flow and hormone production, testosterone and blood flow, because women as well as men have testosterone. We need testosterone too. We just don't have it in as copious amounts as our male body partners. So there is uh, fenugreek, which is the Ayurvedic Indian. There is maca, which is the South American libido botanical. There is cacao, which is the equatorial aphrodisiac, which cacao is chocolate. <laughs> so you just eat your dark chocolate with no sugar. You know, you just avoid your sugar and eat your chocolate. Uh, there's cacao, there's Tongkat Ali, that's the Malaysian Southeast Asian. And there is, I'm forgetting one, um, fenugreek, Tongkat Ali, and I will think of it. Okay. Um, and these are really the ones that uh, make a difference and you can feel them. But the interesting thing about libido botanicals is that you can't take them every single day for your whole life and feel the same effect. Often with botanicals, they need to be cycled. So cycling through them is really the trick where you take a little maca, then you take for a month, then you, then you take a little, you can take a cow all the time. It does, it's just good for blood flow. It's the polyphenols that are good for blood flow and cacao. That's what's best is, is kind of taking, and, and some people take pine pollen. Some people take uh, Pinus panaster, which is a tannin from a French maritime tree, the bark of a tree. And all of these are good things. And I think they're the kind of thing where if you take it for about a month and then you cycle to the next one, take it for a month, cycle to the next one, see which ones make you feel good. Tribulus terrestris. That was mm. the one I wasn't, that I, that I couldn't I, think of. I almost Tribulus yep. terrestris is the other big one. And so what I say is take a little maca, take a little cacao, but then also cycle through your Tonkat Ali, your fenugreek 
and your tribulus terrestris. Every 90 days, every 30 days, take, take one of them, then take the next one, then take the next one. And make sure you're taking a multivitamin, multi-mineral supplement all the time because you can't let, even something as simple as boron, which you would get in, a, in your, your daily vitamin, in your mineral supplement, it, you could be making lots of testosterone, but it's bound to the sex binding globulin. The whole, and, and so the problem is that you need the boron to, to detach it so it becomes freely available for your body to use. So if you're mineral deficient, you might be making enough testosterone, you can't even access it. So these are the subtle little things that they're actually really easy. You just take a vitamin mineral complex, you rotate some, some of your uh, botanicals and you track your hormones and you get your good hormone tests to see how you're doing. And you lift some weights mm -hmm. and you get some high intensity interval training. It's a, yep. it's, it keeps you young and healthy and it keeps your cells turning over. I feel like I'm uh, becoming the vitamin D guy because I think, feel like, uh, no yeah. matter what kind of conversation I'm having, I, I end up talking about vitamin D, but yeah. uh, vitamin D is another one that can increase your sex hormone binding globulin, which as you mentioned, then blocks, you know, the conversion of testosterone. And so um, I tell people, know your vitamin D and if your vitamin D is low, get your vitamin D up and that can help bring the sex hormone binding globulin down. So that's fantastic advice. Yeah. And of course there's vitamin D in a daily multivitamin, multimineral supplement. Yeah. But the best place to get it is sunshine. Absolutely. I mean, ain't and, nothing better than getting your back and your belly yeah, yeah. out in the sunshine. So I like to lay out in my backyard naked every sunny day. <laughs> yeah. Um, harder to do probably in Oklahoma. We get a few months where we could do that, but uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Sunshine is, is fantastic. Um, and I would tell most people that are listening, you know, there's not near enough vitamin D and a multivitamin, especially if you're starting low, but I mean, yes. we don't really know Agreed. unless you know your levels, but if you're, if you're low, you're just, yeah, you're, you're not going to get near enough, but all right. Well, that was fun. That was a lot of great information. Um, and you have so much more, um, on your websites, obviously <laughs> you said you have, um, you have videos and you have books and you have classes and you have all kinds of things. So, uh, give us some websites of just how people can find all this stuff and kind of connect with you. Well, we talked about two things. One was the pumping guide at pumpingguide.com. If, if what I was talking about with the penis pump was of interest to you, I, I recommend that because it is such low hanging fruit and pumping feels good. And uh, get your wife a V-Fit. Those are very nice too by Joylux. If you go to joylux.com slash Susan, there's um, a special offer. They always give a gift because I, I'm, a, I'm a champion of their product. That's an internal vaginal red light photobiomodulation product and, that helps rejuvenate the vaginal. And mucosa. you said joy, joy Lux. Yeah. J O Y L U X.com. Okay. And, and the name of the product is Susan. And the name of the product is what fit like the v vagina fit, fit V fit. Okay. okay. And then, um, the soulmate embrace at soulmateembrace.com. I think that's, that's a very, very nice thing. It's really nice. If you're in a relationship to both, to download it, print it out, give it to your partner, have them read it and then try it. Because what you'll notice is that it takes a little practice the first couple times to get really settled into your connection, your heart connection together, because we're just running and running and running and running. And then if you want to find all my free videos, um, and a lot of them give away a lot of these techniques like Lord of the Rings, <laughs> um, that's at betterlover.com. And you can follow me on Instagram 
at my name, which is Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N. I have an email newsletter and I send sex tips out every week. That's what people mostly like from me is my free sex tips newsletter. And you can go to any of those places and you'll find a way to opt into my email lists. Okay. And, uh, and then I also saw, don't you have susanbratton.com? Yep. That's, that's more the site you would go on to find me for coming on your podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then there was, and this may not be yours, but I wrote down the 20 store. What yeah. Is the 20 store.com is where you'd get flow. Okay. And my desire multivitamin, multimineral complex with libido botanicals already in it. So gotcha. I always joke. It's like the one a day with a little something more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and I'll write all those down in the show notes. So, Great. Uh, and, and, and I'll send you flow desire. And if you want it, the steamy sex ed video collection, so you can check it out as well. I can send you the DVDs or I can just give you digital or I can give you both. Okay, cool. And yeah. so if, if people, uh, if they want to sign up for your email, which, which website was that, that they go on? You can go to anything I said. Just any of them. Okay. Yeah. They, they can find them. Okay. Easy to find me. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, That's as we wrap fun. up. Yeah. Uh, so I always ask my guest um, as we wrap up to give us yeah. one health tip that can make us healthier today. Yeah. Uh, so it can be about sex or not just whatever. So what would you say? One sex tip or just a health tip. It, like I said, it doesn't have to be about sex, just a health oh, tip. It better be about sex. Okay. Well, there Greg, you go. I'm like, you got your sex <laughs> here. You got to do the sex tip. Okay. I would say because you change every single day of your life and your sexual growth is a part of your personal growth and that anybody who's listening to your show it is going to be personal mind growth personal you know growth oriented they're going to have a personal growth mindset that your sexuality is a part of that and it can keep getting better and better your whole life long and as you grow and change in every single moment of every single day, what your body wants and what your desires are and where you are with your sexuality, is a, it's a moving target. And honor that by giving voice to what your body is saying it wants, by asking for what you want in the moment. Because the more that you do that, hey, babe, would you try that thing for me? Oh, could you do that? Could you tickle my whatever? Could you slow way down? Could you go faster? Could you go harder? Could you go to the left? Could you kiss me? Could you hold me? Could you stroke my hair? I heard that thing about kissing my eyelids. I want it. Do it to me. <laughs> whatever it is. Um, the more that you ask, the easier it gets. And the two of you, when you're lucky enough to have a partner, your desires, when you allow them to arise, because all you need is within you, all, the, all your desire is in there, wanting to come out. So the more that you use your mouth to speak the words your body is telling you it desires for your partner, the more you're giving a gift to your partner of the direction to be successful, give you incredible pleasure and think about and experience new things themselves. So moving from the shame to the joy of living into your body is really a gift for everyone. 
Very good. I like it. I think people are going to really enjoy this episode. So uh, awesome. definitely something different. So um, Susan Bratton, uh, yeah. the intimacy expert. So uh, thank you so much for coming on the show um, and appreciate everybody listening. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Thanks, Dr. Gray. Thank you for listening to FitRx. I invite you to share this with friends and family. If you would like, you can check out our website at vibrantlifedc.com or you can email me at drgreg at vibrantlifedc.com.